We interrupt your program to issue a severe warning for an impending emergency making its way to your area. We urge you to be watchmen of the times and to be prepared with the essential knowledge and supplies for the wake of the final hour. Welcome to the final hour podcast coming to you from the original Living Word Christian Center out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're so happy to be with you today. We apologize for last week's, um, we had some technical difficulties, but it was a one in, one in a million thing, um, we believe, and that it will not happen again. We are just to update you guys going to get, um, we're getting some new equipment in the new year, but also... Uh, we're moving to another uh, location within Yay. the building. So I'm going to feel bad that we're leaving our our pretend plant over Aww. here. But we, we go we'll with us. It. Yeah, we, I mean, we could. It's pretty. Mobile. We could bring the plant. Yeah. We, but listen, um, I just like want to thank our viewers, our listeners, our subscribers. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Um, we've got some kind of some mentions um, that we've been doing every week. We're not necessarily doing the stories, and a lot of it is probably news um, that you haven't heard, news that's not in the news. Swedish carbon footprint footprint credit card, uh, it blocks uh, purchases after a carbon limit is hit. And so those things are coming out. They're already really strong in China. Um, Based on their carbon footprint, they can buy or not buy. Um, and we've talked about that before. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, they're saying lizards are aging due to climate change even prior to being born. <laughs> it's so dumb. Okay. And can I tell you something funny? The other day, uh, on like July 29th, they said that the earth, the earth sped up so fast, it was the fastest day that the climate had, mm-hmm. had anxiety. They called it climate anxiety. Climate anxiety. It was like 0. .0001 second faster. So they're saying it has climate anxiety. A little Xanax for the climate. <laughs> We've got some shady, shady government dealings content. Trump's house being raided by FBI. The judge that signed off on the search warrant is highly connected to Epstein, Clintons and Obama. Gee, what a coincidence. Shocker. Uh, GOP representative Scott Berry was raided by the FBI. His phone was taken away from him while he was on a vacation with his family. Biden administration removed dozens of names on the U.S. watch list from Afghanistan. They must have just interviewed those people personally and found right. out they were good people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Good people. And so um, now uh, you have Gavin Newsom, and we're going to get into this in a little bit. He's a winner. Um, the, a winner. the governor of California, along with AOC, wants the 24 president, presidential bid, has signed a law that lowers the penalty for anyone sodomizing minors. The language hides what it actually is, pedophilia and rape of an underage child, and it lowers the allowed time they serve in jail. He's a real winner out there. Why would you even do that? It is evil. It's evil. Because he's probably a Nephilim. Call it what it is. He's probably a Nephilim. (laughs) wishes he was. (laughs) And Nancy Pelosi says, I've I've had numerous Christians tell me that there are Nephilim. It's a whole other subject. I believe it. There are Nephilim posing, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get into something that deep here. But Nancy Pelosi is saying China is a strong democracy, one of the freest Since in the when? world. What? Well, Upon you, her trip back from Taiwan. Well, have you heard about her chi- uh, her China comments lately, how she said she oh, feels yeah. a connection to China yeah, because yeah. as a little girl, she dug 
into the ground because they told her she could get to China. These yeah. are her, this is like from a pet press conference. Yeah. Uh, when she was going to Taiwan, you, you know, that was following, uh, she had some investments yes. into the NVIDIA. Yeah. 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 We hit that last week oh, yeah, pretty you hard. Yeah, I was John, watching oh, that. Yeah, that's, that's how I got it. That's how I got that information. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's just circled back. <laughs> wow. Full circle. And, and the We're sun- glad you listened, John. Thank that's you right. for being a listener. And we this out the like final you. hour podcast. In the we science, can. in the realm of science, pigs cell function is restored by scientists able to bring pigs back to life. Uh, Israel, the country of Israel, has con- uh, created created a synthetic embryo. 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 <laughs> Do you think it's interesting? So that's a fake. That's a fake. That's a basically a fake child. Yeah, a synthetic child. It's, is it, um, wow. Isn't it interesting that it's uh, Israel who's messing with yes, pigs? You but, know, I mean, because that's not kosher. But no, no, no. Mm. Pigs are separate than. The Israel, but that oh, Israeli gotcha. guy that we've talked about from the World Economic Forum is an Israeli. Uh, the, the weird guy, professor. Yes, it's probably from him. He's a scientist. I can't remember his name, but we've talked about him. Before. Is this Jeff Bezos? Yes, has an anti-aging science campaign biotech company called Alto, where they think they can put fifty plus years on the biological clock, fighting against the cells that are cause aging. Welcome in as we introduce the mark. That's what the wow. mark's going to be. Yeah. The mark, if you get the chip in you, they're going to tell you you're going to live 50 years longer, but just 100 years longer. Look at those three things. You have people, like you can. they brought pigs back to life, right? And now you have anti-aging that'll get you 50 plus years. I mean, and then baby embryos, fake embryos. Yeah. It's just insane. It's a, it's a lot of faking life, which yes. is, you know, that's, that's like the thing uh, that that the devil wants to do is to be God, to uh, play God. And, you know, aspirations of, of humans to say, we can take God out of this. We can, we can make life ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Good. Great point. We've also got some LGBTQ content. U.S. library defunded after refusing to censor radical LGBTQ authors. Took place in a small town Good. in uh, Michigan. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, won, we won one. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Texas, the, a bill called SBOE um, for schools. Um, this guy named, is it Yako Boynes? Yes, he's amazing. Um, is, is letting people know that uh, this bill that they're putting through basically is compared the, comparing the LGBTQ movement um, to the civil rights movement, which we know is complete joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bill is calling Texas Rangers oppressive border patrol agents are harmful. Yep. Don't you have more information on that? Than yeah. This? So, so this bill, um, this is in Texas, this is in Texas. And I sent this to my Texas friends and they started emailing their Congress right away. But this bill, every eight to 10 years, a bill goes through where they decide what happens and what takes place in the public school. So they held this meeting, uh, with the members, and the one conservative member was gone that day. It was of supposed course. to be a two-hour meeting, and a bunch of parents showed up, and they it, they made the lead meeting last for six hours, so the parents couldn't talk till midnight, and at that time, they wow. closed it down and said nothing else was open for discussion. But it hasn't been passed, so the next meeting, I think, is like August 22nd. You can Google it, but they're basically trying to indoctrinate uh, K through 12th with LGBTQ content, critical race theory, allowing certain books into the system that deal right. with pedophilia, sexualization of children, pretty radical agenda from the left. They're trying to push it hard. One of the ladies in my group that I was texting with is like, I just moved from California to get away from this crap. 
And yeah. I was like, you got to pay attention. You have to pay attention because right. this bill goes, if it gets passed, which I don't believe it will, the Yako Boynes guy just worked with Oklahoma and they shut it down there. But it passes for eight to 10 years. You can't change it. So, so once it passes, that's what they're teaching your kids for eight to 10 years. And this is why you pray and this is why you yes. got to watch because Absolutely. they slip this stuff in. Mm-hmm. Boy, I would hate to, based on our coming articles, I would hate to have a three, four-year-old yeah. in today's world. Right. There's a teacher shortage due to underpayment and the critical race theory indoctrination yeah. and LGBTQ um, non-binary pronouns. They, they, you know, that's why there's a teacher shortage, just like the pilot shortage. Right. Oh, yeah. There's a pilot shortage all over the place because they were requiring... Uh, vaccines, but they're not saying that. No, they're not saying no. that. And now we got a teacher shortage because of these uh, doctrines. They're yes. trying to indoctrinate right. one, children. One teacher said that if she didn't call the child the right pronoun, she would get written up, fired from her job. Like if it was a he and she wanted to be called, this boy wanted to be called a she, and she actually referred to him as a he, she's like, we had teachers get fired from our school from that. What in the world? That's where we are. This is just the mentions. We're not even getting started. Food shortage. uh, Geopolitical engineer says famine will be coming in 2023. Mm -hmm. There is currently a turkey shortage. There'll be a turkey shortage for Thanksgiving, and experts say ham is next. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, there you can. uh, There's a call for intercessors for this country from August 11th till that's today till September 11th. And culminating on the state capitol steps, and this this was a, a Sean Fouch, I believe is his F- name. F e u c h t video yeah. to fight for America. He's amazing yeah, attacks against the indoctrination of kids. President weaponizing and making things political. The raid against at the Trump residence. The G six trials. Um, in, in he's calling. It's a prayer, and this it's prayer to action. All right, this guy's name again. Uh, you can you can look him up as Sean F E U T C H T. He's heavily involved in this. It's a video that you can pull up online. Also, um, I think let's see. I've just I've that had, was a lot of mentions. There was a lot of mentions. Can I tell you? It's good. Like yeah. you, we we are here to share information to be watchers, yes. right? And there's a lot of information that we share that some people are like. We didn't even hear about that. We didn't know about that. So we're just trying to inform you, not scare you. Right. Just be alert and be alert and be involved and And be involved. It shows you how to pray, shows you how to use your authority and shows you how sometimes how to vote or how to call your congressman, you know, um, which has stopped numerous things. Yes, it has. And so I think I'm going to switch up on the fly. Was John going second? Third. Third. John was going. So I'm going to, I'm going to save my two articles um, on California so and, I'll go next. And we'll have Linnea go ahead and go because I feel like I've gone for, I've basically gone 10 minutes straight. Go ahead, that Linnea. That's good stuff. But um, so I am here to share about, so I don't know if any of you heard, but Ron DeSantis, who we love, uh, recently put into action where he um, was, what is the word? He suspended a Soros-backed attorney. So George oh, Soros, yeah. we've talked about George Soros before, but he has spent $40 million over the years. This is a New York Times article to elect 75 progressive prosecutors over the last decade. So they're saying one in five Americans now live in areas covered by his criminal justice reformers. And if you look around at the state of the country, you can see where these progressive people are. You guys remember the Christmas massacre where the guy drove in in Wisconsin? Right. So that guy was represented by one of George Soros' backed attorneys. 
He got him out of jail because I think he had his girlfriend the week before it, that he ended up going through the parade. But it's it's things like that, right, that are happening. But George Soros has been funding this thing, these things for over 30 years. This isn't something new. Yeah. And the Washington Times says they call Soros prosecutors. They say they're soft on crime and they're woke prosecutors. This is from the Washington Times. So I think that's pretty interesting. Right. But anyways, so jo- uh, Governor DeSantis... And this is last Thursday, said that his administration would suspend state attorney Andrew Warren effective immediately. Mm. He said because he is flagrantly violating his oath of office. He's saying he's picking and choosing which laws he wants to try people on. So basically he's letting criminals get off and people who are more politically on the other side of him, he's prosecuting for ridiculous things. Right. And he just said, your duty is here to enforce the law, not pick and choose which laws you agree with. So DeSantis is saying, hey, every, all you other governors in your states, you, you're yeah. seeing things like this. Let's do something to stop it because we got elected for a reason. Yeah. We're put over all these things. Let's pay attention and let's stop it because the crime in this country is just G- astronomical. George Soros, a multi-probably billionaire, billionaire. is Billion. backing progressive we're talking district yeah. attorneys. Yeah. And has been and, for multiple decades. Yes. And backing them in yeah. their elections, all right? And gets them in there, and that's how we're getting this crazy stuff right. uh, with pedophilia, yeah. light on pedophilia, because of the winner, George Soros. Yeah, right. and, okay. and this isn't only in America. I looked into his, it's called Open Society Foundation. That's right. the foundation he filters everything through. They send funds to over 100 countries. So he's not just involved no, in America, yeah. people. He's, he's oh, got and, his little talons everywhere. And would you say that he's uh, affiliated with the WEF? Oh, for sure. Oh, yes. totally. Yes. Big yes. He's totally World Economic Forum. Yes. yes. Which, for sure. You know. Yeah. We can, we can see those talons and those, yeah, the those, those effects everywhere. They yeah. don't go away. Um, he's, and a, then, he's a Nephilim. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Lene. Jim's stuck on the Nephilims. Right. Okay. Okay. Somebody told me they ran into a Nephilim in a parking lot in Elk River. And so I've been thinking about that all day or all week or a couple weeks, actually. And they were, they were, they were totally, I know this is out there, you guys, but we are in the end times, right? Yeah. And there are scriptures in Daniel that point to the, the Nephilim being around. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I thought maybe it was all technology driven and people have, let's, I just don't want to, my dad will probably get mad if we get, get into this because there's no proof for this. But then I, everybody I see that I think is evil, I just think Nephilim <laughs> <laughs> to myself for like the last three weeks. Okay. You did you have another article in there? I do. Okay. I do. Little Nephilim. Yeah. Big Nephilim. Oh my. So, uh, I'm sure, I don't know if anyone's heard about this, but, um, Ted Cruz, uh, heard about him. in, in this, uh, his Senate meeting last week, brought up this, that a leaked internal FBI guide about violent extremism yes, uh, was listing what is a terrorist a threat. Now, this person was an, is an FBI whistleblower, which thank God we have some of those, yeah. uh, brought this to Project Veritas, which they do amazing exposure of really extreme uh, things happening to groups of people. So it lists the Second Amendment, the Betsy Ross flag, which I will say, yes. Ted Cruz did point out that uh, President Obama and President Biden, Biden were both sworn in under the yes. Betsy Ross flag. It was, yeah, it was displayed prominently yes. in their inauguration. In, in their inauguration. And the FBI is calling it a terrorist symbol. Yes, right. yes. Wow. But this is like private information, right? But this person linked it out. And then they're calling 
uh, the January 6th protest or anyone who supports Ashley Babbitt, a domestic violent terrorism symbol yeah. used oh by goodness. militant extremist groups in the United States. So they're saying this, this, this uh, list also included the Punisher skull, the Spartan helmet, and anyone who supported 2A. And the Texas flag yes, with the state. Okay. So yeah. they said the Gadsden flag, which contains a snake in the phrase, don't tread on me. Which is one of my favorites. And, and, like, and Ted yeah. Cruz pulls his boot off yeah, and like, puts it on the table. And he's like, I wear this every day when yep. I come into Congress. This is on the back of my boots. So this is a terrorist symbol to you? Yeah, yeah. This is I mean, te- the Texas Army back in those days when they had to win their independence right. yep. from uh, the, me- the country of Mexico. Yep. And they had a flag with a snake on it that said, don't tread on me. The FBI is calling that, uh, that's basically a terrorist. Yeah, it is a terrorist threat. So he's like, so I'm a terrorist now? Betsy Ross flag, terrorist threat. The Liberty Tree and other general revolutionary war images. So uh, Jim Jordan, who's a Republican rep for Ohio, demanded the FBI director, Chris Way, answer questions about whistleblower reports that the agency is padding its domestic violent extremist data. And obviously we've seen with the raid on President Trump's house and all that, that they are weaponized against certain groups. And I will say one other thing, because I don't think we're hitting on it, but uh, the Inflation Reduction Act that just got passed. Yeah, um, There's a lot of air quotes when you talk about... But I just want to say about, because these uh, groups kind of go hand in hand, but yep. the IRS um, posted a job, which I saw it on 70, someone's. 70,000. No, 87,000. 87,000 New positions. IRS members. Well, listen to what one of their job posting is. And I looked it up on the IRS website to make sure it was real. Yeah. So they want to combine accounting skills with a law enforcement skill to investigate financial crimes. This job is paid at $54,000. This person has to be available to work on weekends and holidays, be on call 24-7. They have to maintain physical readiness to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. Carry a gun and be willing to use, yes, deadly force if necessary. This is a militia. Participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dire situations that might be a risk to them. That's an 87,000 army. That's an 87. Yes. Like it's a a private army. But isn't the IRS like you're just an accountant? Yeah. So like you're an accountant that now wields a gun and can use violent force. There's some behind that. Why why would you be hiding? Massively behind that. And a football stadium of IRS agents. Yes. Basically. I was reading this one quote. $69.3 $69.3 billion is what Russia spent on their um, army or, mm-hmm, you know, to mm-hmm. infiltrate. So we're spending $80 billion for 87,000 IRS agents. Put right. that into perspective, people. Agents. 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 That's, we that's just saw what an agents armed can do. force. That is exactly. not, uh, that's not just making sure you pay your taxes. That is being an armed force to, uh, to push whatever agenda is, is, pushing that yeah. I, you know and we're obviously paying our taxes we just spent sent how much to ukraine billions and billions and billions so what what's not happening here right. i would just say plead the blood of jesus christ over yep. all the churches that are come against yep. abortion that's, and, yes yep. that's and true. don't line up with what they think because mm-hmm. that's where they're going that's mm-hmm. what they're for in my opinion agree i agree so, i agree so yeah. we got John with with a couple of yeah couple more well uh to go back to uh florida and and governor ron DeSantis, uh they are um, dealing with a lot of uh, real estate being purchased by Chinese affiliated corps. Oh my! Um, so uh, you know, 
Uh, so we're, we're talking about uh, DeSantis responded to critiques from Pritzker and Newsom, and uh, he really he, he lays it out here. He says, I don't think they should be able to do it, talking about uh, China buying up real estate in the U.S., Uh, I think the problem is that these companies have ties to CCP and it's not always apparent on the face of whatever a company is doing, but I think it's a huge problem. Uh, DeSantis in Tallahassee said Tallahassee has banned Chinese Confucius Institutes, which has, which he said, allows CCP influence and propaganda into the higher education system. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he said, uh, we're probably also going to do legislation this next session about our pension investments with things that may be linked to the CCP. We don't necessarily have a lot of it, but we want to make sure that we're cutting ties so we're not funding our number one adversary. Yeah, and can I say one thing that I was listening to a podcast on that? Yeah. And this person brought up a good point, which kind of... I guess I wasn't thinking along those lines. I was just like, oh, they're buying up all the land so no one can do it and they're spying on us. Mm -hmm. But this person's like, China doesn't want to fight you when they don't have your land. So they're buying this land for a reason so they can come and fight you on your own soil. Right. That's what that's, I mean, it was just a thought. And it's not just farmland because I believe John's article said, uh, billions of dollars worth of homes now. Homes. Yes. They're buying homes in Florida. Yes. And at least the Florida governor is noticing yeah. this. Yeah. Yes. Right? And this is a problem. There's someone saying this is a problem. These right. people are our enemies uh-huh. and we're giving them our land. And they do it under the guise of a Chinese company. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because CCP, for those of you who don't know, that's the Chinese Communist Party. Right. When we say CCP. And well, so some people might might go, well, that's just investment in homes. But what they are doing with that is they are um, they're uh, altering the home market. Yes. Uh, so they can inflate the price, yeah. in, inflate the price of homes, and they can deflate the prices as home. And basically, they can turn the dial by having enough homes to really, if they want to sell enough homes that with at an inflated price, they will bring the the market up. But then we're dealing with inflated prices with all other things, and then they can they can. Uh, pop the bubble of course, because they have enough homes to then they can sell it at a really decreased price. And that will, that will cause the the prices to crash again. So it's a, it's a way to, to really monkey with our economy. Right. It's the same, man. They're owning land. Right. Yeah. And you know, this is our government. What's our government doing? Well, Nancy Pelosi is saying China is a strong democracy. One of the freest in the world. Okay, that's as they lock that, down that, that, thousands that's, yeah. and thousands. Of people. Yeah, as they're locking people down can't their get people, money out of their bank accounts. No. Still, yeah, the freest in the world, and you know, Americans, they're just uh, they're not even paying attention. Yeah. You know, but and, people will believe that because they hear Nancy Pelosi say it, and they don't do their own research. Yeah. They're just yeah. clicking in, listening to her, being like, "China's great. We love China. They're they're hurting this country. Look at Mulan. Yes." <laughs> It was a quote in one of the articles. I think John's got some, we had some Israel stuff too for you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the last, uh, the last week there's been uh, some um, uh, 
happenings. Happenings, yeah. In occurrences Israel. Yeah. in Israel. Um, is Islamic Jihad, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, has fired 1,100, 1,100 rockets during a three-day conflict with Israel. Um, fortunately, the Iron Dome uh, defense system intercepted 380 rockets, or about 96% of projectiles headed to populated populated areas in Israel. Uh, the IDF spokesperson, Brigadier General Ron Kochav, told Khan News uh, on Monday that more Palestinian civilians were killed by fail by failed PIJ rocket failure than by IDF strikes. Uh, Kochev said that according mm. to the IDF figures, 35 of the Palestinians were killed in IDF attacks. 11 of them were non-combatants. They described the ratio between combatant and non-combatant casuals as low. And there are another 15 Pal- Palestinians killed by failed Palestinian rocket fire. Uh, it could be that, um, that a strike in Jabilia, non-combatants were killed, and this incident is being checked. Um, but he goes on. He say, uh, they have they've released footage of multiple times where the IDF is canceling strikes because they are finding civilians in the area. So that's cool. Again, ID, the IDF Israel cares about non-combatant life. They care about civilians, and they are yes. they're making sure that and they are trying to make sure that that you know extra life life that is not part of the conflict is saved. But obviously. Uh, their whole Iron Dome system is to prevent the loss of civilian lives. That right. whole point is 1,100 rockets are fired towards Israel that are, that has nothing to do with uh, conflict, with military stuff. It's just into civilian areas. Right. We, we just gave them a ton of money. We did. The Palestinians. Yes. They just fired 1,100 rockets into Israel. <sighs> yeah. And if you didn't catch what John said, a lot of those rockets fell short. Yeah. And yeah. killed their own people. Killed right. their own people. Okay. They don't care. Can, and can I say, I don't know if any of you saw, but Bill Mayer, Mar, I don't Mar. really, yes. Yeah. So he said, because, you know, there's a lot of uproar about everyone's mad that the Israelis are, you know, f- like they're yeah. saying, probably saying that they're killing Iranian right. civil, uh, civilians when they're doing it themselves. Yeah. But he's like, you guys, you, you complain when the Israelis fight back and why shouldn't they? Right. Because if you look back at the Holocaust, they went willingly and yeah. they didn't fight back yeah. and they lost thou- millions of their millions. people. So now you're mad that they're fighting back. He's like, they should fight back. Right. Who are you to tell them what they can and can't do for, right. to fight for their own land? Absolutely. You're not in that situation. I was like, well, good for him. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's actually impressed me. <laughs> he has can I a say, few of his he stances. He must have a brain. He's a left. He's a, a Democrat yes. that's starting to realize w- like what's going on and, and honestly, with freedom. Yes, he said it started in the beginning of COVID when there was like lockdowns and all this nonsense. He kind of started, to, he's like, I started to question things, but yeah. I, I do pay attention to him and I watch him and he has good points yeah. and he kind of fights it and people listen to him. The, Unlike The View, who's like yeah. totally well, one-sided. I think one of the big things that we're seeing is um, most Americans find themselves in the center and the uh, conflicts between uh, left and right used to be in the middle. And the left has been running so hard to the left yes. that everybody else is finding themselves more and more in the middle together. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of people that have uh, similar ideas about freedom than maybe they used to because they're, yeah. they're all being pushed to the center by really radical leftist Right. ideologies and it only gets more left if you look at what oh, we're looking yes. at here um 
uh, transgender power play in California. All right. Um, it, it, the bill being debated in the California legislature, uh, um, it combines uh, separate debates over parental rights and emergency powers. Mm. And uh, this thing will blow you away. Um, it's called Senate Bill 107, uh, passed out of the California Assembly Committee uh, last Wednesday, would give temporary emergency jurisdiction over a child. Ugh. If the child has been unable to obtain gender-affirming health care. Oh, my. Or gen- gender-affirming mental health care. In other words, if parents do not support a child's gender transition, the state of California could declare an emergency and take custody of the child. That and is- it, it's, a, it's a sweeping revolution um, that really puts in the face of Christians. This is why there's a mass exodus yes. out of California. Yes. My daughter lives in Tennessee. It's being flooded. Florida and Tennessee are being flooded with 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 California because of uh, with people from California because of this stuff. Emergency powers are not new in California. Uh, this guy Gavin Newsom uh, had had emergency powers over eight hundred days. All right. Yeah. And we know big government loves emergency powers. All right. Yes, they do. And this bill would allow the state to claim custody over any child who may have run away to California or visited on a family vacation. That is so crazy. Don't send your child to California. Right. On a family vacation. Yeah. Wow. That is an overreach. If your child is visiting. Right. They can, they can, they can grab them and parents are not eager. If the parents who are not eager to modify their children's bodies are, are labeled as dangerous in California and the law the as we've seen it has long assumed that parents have the best interest of their children in mind and are in the best position to know what is good for their children and yes. so but a, a court um is is substituting its judgment for the judgment of the parents until the parents uh, here's the thing they're going to call you unfit yeah, right and right. The, it's, it's it's a morally loaded term if they call you unfit, what do they call unfit? And the logic of this bill means that parents unwilling to have their child subjected to the gender gender engineers can be considered unfit. Like they're they're looking at taking your children away, yeah. right? If you don't want to give your four year old. Uh, to, to switch genders, right? My, my son at four years old thought he was a dog for a year. A year. He, I had to feed him on the floor. He barked at everybody. I was very concerned. Me and my mom were just talking about this. But he didn't know what he... What if I turned him into a dog at four? Right. I mean, my gosh. And by the way, this kid, was he 14? 15? Yeah, he's 15 now. He's totally normal. Yeah, yes. totally normal. But, right. but he wanted to... He would like... <laughs> At you. And well, I was like, he was this imitating was a dog. Right. I know. Oh, we didn't have a dog. They wanted a dog, they wanted, obviously. He, but the, I'm saying four-year-olds. I'm guessing the kids? other two put him up to it because oh, they're yeah. like, we they, want they a dog. So Riggs, you're, uh, yeah, you're in. Riggy, you're <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> and it's a dog name. Yeah, so what it, can we do? What are you going to okay. do? If this bill is passed, California parents, right, who have the perspective like we do, that yeah. this is crazy, right. Mm-hmm. all right? Well, most states, you can't even get a tattoo without uh, a parental consent. My daughter right? made the best comment to me the other day. She's 17. She's like, Mom, I can't even go to an R-rated movie right. because it swears. Right. But I could change my sex if I wanted to. Right. I can't 
I can't smoke or drink until I'm 18 or 21. I can't get my license until I'm 16. I can't vote until I'm 18, but I can change my gender right. without telling you. And, what insane. And parents that don't agree with this would lose custody of their children <sighs> for it. So sad. And this assault on parental rights is outrageous. Yeah. Yes. The attempt to expand, this is all about emergency powers now. Yeah. Is right. part, it, it, what, what it is, is like, for instance, like this is a broader effort. Immediately after the reversal of Roe versus Wade, uh-huh. the White House began making preparations to declare a health care emergency. Yeah. Why? To expand abortion in states that don't want it and are going to cancel it. So the White House has considered declaring a climate emergency in order to enact environmental policies Congress wouldn't pass. So it doesn't take long for a pattern to emerge. If your child's parents make decisions that contradict the gender ideologues, declare an emergency so you can take away their parental rights. If some states don't want an abortion, declare an emergency so they don't have a choice. If you can't get your climate policy through Congress, declare an emergency so Congress is no longer relevant. There's a name for this. You know what it is, America? It's called tyranny. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is, is tyranny. Tyranny, under, uh, tyranny yeah. under the the guise of emergency right. powers. Right. So I have a question about that. So basically, is do we think that's why Gavin Newsom called monkeypox an emergency? Yeah, and then absolutely. So, so they can just make that anytime you can, any emergency, gu- and yep. you can make it be whatever you want it to be under that. Yeah. Anytime the wow. governor and every and every state every state has their own their own uh, um rules about declaring an emergency but well i once, wonder why everything was extended once, and yeah, all these emergencies right kept going. but once once that governor has the power to to declare an emergency uh it's hard to stop them i mean in minnesota we watched that over covid it you know With for waltz. months and months and months it was pushed back as far as letting the the emergency go when it was already shown that it it wasn't necessary, Mm. but that, but the governor held It didn't matter anyways. He watched Minneapolis burn. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do anything. Let it burn. But we're calling it so they can call a parent unfit and then take their child from them. Yes. That's just so sad and disturbing. And, and here's just backing this up. This is how sick this world has gotten. A four-year-old has captured hearts. Okay. And sparked a heated online debate in a Vancouver Pride Parade, all right, mm-hmm. after announcing that she was going to be a boy in a rainbow, rainbow-fueled gender reveal what? at this Pride Parade in Vancouver. It's His so name sad. is Charlie Daniel Lloyd of Canada, was assigned a female at birth, okay, but from a young age expressed that she wanted to be a boy. And so what they did was this four years old, they closed the road, Charlie strutted out with, with, with the grandmother, and they faced the sidelines after a short struggle. A cannon exploded with blue smoke, confetti. His mom, who's 27, told Southwest News Service after a little boy ran into her arms, Charlie jumped with joy as the, as the crowd cheered him. So do you see what they're doing? Yeah. They're throwing parties for the four-year-old. If you do this, Charlie... We're going to get be at your right. own parade. Right. That is just. You're going to get your own parade. So would sad. Wrigley have jumped into the parade if yeah. you could have told him he'd have been a dog? Yes, he would have, lo- he would have Every, wanted, me, wanted me to pull him in the wagon. It, it's, 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 they're having parties right. for four-year-olds yeah. that they say 
have made these decisions. The mom later said, we are four months since he began his social transition. Right. And so his choices were not questioned and he was congratulated and everyone began using pronouns, she said for him immediately. And it's just, it's just the world, the oh. world, they're celebrating this. Yeah. They're celebrating this. And, and now they're, they're in California. Parents are going to be prosecuted for being against it. Right. I, I just, I just, I do not. It's really just. It's, thank God my children are, are 28 and 25. Yeah, they're pushing it. Sorry, I mean, okay, sorry, John. when I was younger, I would have been considered a tomboy. I hung around boys. Sure. I wanted to. Uh, what if my parents would have pushed me that way? You, yeah. you would have been a prime cabinet candidate in this yes, day. Yes, I definitely They would have tried to turn you into yes, a boy. they would have. They would have. And yeah. with puberty blockers and all that, yeah. you guys. They're hiding what it actually does to your kids. Oh, it's harmful. Absolutely. It, it like on the FDA, there was a little leak of what it said. It's it causes like brain problems and confusion, all these other issues. Right. That's just the beginning stages because they're just kind of started to infiltrate it out. But there's a TikToker who sells puberty blockers. And if you are a child and you find his account, there's somebody online that's like, Venom. Oh, Matt Walsh is vehemently against this guy. Yeah. He will send it to your child in the mail. And he's literally on TikTok saying, hey, if you want a puberty block and your parents want to take you to the doctor, right. text me, email me, whatever, and I'll send you these pills. And he's like, this is a violation that is, of so many laws. Yeah. You're basically a drug dealer right. giving these kids um, drugs without parental consent. Yes. So they're trying to shut them down. But this is what your children are dealing with. Right. He's another Nephilim. Yeah, he is. The but demon. pay attention to what your kids yes. are on and what they're, I mean, some of the things my kids say that they see and hear on TikTok, I'm like, how's that even okay? Well, it's not. It's not okay. Th there's a lot going on in the world. And, yes. you know, you, uh, even, even in the seven letters to the seven churches in Revelation, I'm just getting, it's so interesting how this kind of lines yeah. up every week. But Jesus is commanding them, that church at Sardis, to watch. He says, you watch, you pay attention. Okay. And it's pretty amazing. Um, um, it just, we're just saying, you got to watch what's going on in this country. Uh -huh. What's going on with the church? Look at the church splitting. Like we talked about last week, the Pope wants a one world denomination. What is that? That's the revelation harlot. That's, that's the right. Babylon. That's, that's, that's the Babylon of, of revelation, the harlot, uh, the, the demon spirit and the one world religion. And you've got Episcopalians and Anglicans and Lutherans flocking to be under the Pope. Right. Mm -hmm. Really? Right. And I just, I don't want to retalk last week, but as just kind of finishing up, we're going to get into some different uh, spiritual talk next week. But as we kind of close out the podcast, Revelation 18, one through three, I kind of wanted to finish it up on Babylon after this. Um, uh, this week after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven. This is the apostle John having great power and the earth was enlightened with his glory. This is not Jesus Christ. Okay. Verse two. And he cried mightily with a strong voice saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen and has become the hab habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. So this angel twice repeating 
Babylon the Great has fallen. And I'll tell you that commentators fall on both sides on, on the Babylon literal city and Babylon the symbolic, the, 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 the false religion in the tribulation. Some believe that Babylon of this chapter is a rebuilt, improved city. Others believe it's a religious and economic system even a political and commercial system that we've talked a lot about this in the yeah. last few weeks. Many commentators believe it in, in this chapter, the Babylon represents the false religious system during the tribulation. Well, well, not to interrupt, but I mean, but there is, interrupt. there is a city, uh, owned by the Catholic church, oh. um, that has their own city. So, I mean, it could be, yeah, that's true. Good point. That the government <laughs> over there point. can't touch. But not anybody else. Their the Vatican. Vatican. Their own system. Yeah. With its own banking and everything. Yeah, absolutely. And people think it's this. There's yeah. commentators that mm -hmm. think it's a Vatican. Great right? point. But here, we'll see that this angel here that's talking to the Apostle John is more powerful than the other ones he's dealt with. Mm -hmm. And you can see in verse 2 of chapter 18, he says, it is fallen, is fallen. He's talking about Babylon. I believe he's talking about here. I believe he's talking about the literal city, but sure. nobody, uh, like I said, commentators are split. As John said, could be the Vatican. It could be just that straight up spirit, right. the harlot spirit, where they bring down that one world religion in the tribulation. The Antichrist gets sick of it. He wants all the attention. He pulls them down. Uh, that That's called uh, mystery Babylon yeah. is what it's called in Revelation, the counterfeit religion that goes on and gets embraced by the world. And I, I'm with the group of commentators that 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 believe that Babylon will be rebuilt, um, mm -hmm. and and it it's there, but it'll be made stronger. I believe Babylon will be the chief center of demonic operation after the rapture. Mm -hmm. And Isaiah 14.4 4 says thou, that thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, how hath the oppressor ceased? The golden city ceased. Many scholars believe this is talking about the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. And it's a song of triumph. Triumph. It's, uh, that it's talking about the Antichrist who doesn't show up for 3,000 years after this has been written. And I'll just tell you that this generation of Israelis aren't going to be singing a song of triumph against a past king who hasn't oppressed them yet. Right. What we just read in Isaiah 14, 4 is talking about a future event that's going to be happening in the final days of the great tribulation. While some scholars believe that Isaiah chapter 14 prophecies have been fulfilled, I'm not one of them. Many others believe that it's for today. Now, listen, Isaiah 14, 1 and 2, and the tribulation, and going out of the tribulation, 14, 1 and 2, for the Lord will have mercy on Jacob, that's Israel, and will yet choose Israel, set them in their own land, and the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob, and the people shall take them and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids, and they shall take them captives, whose captives they were, and they shall rule over their previous oppressors. I believe Isaiah the prophet is speaking about the coming millennium. And a lot of others believe this, which does not happen until after the seven-year tribulation. So we're trying to get into the, a little bit into the millennium. If you continue re reading Isaiah chapter 14, verses 4 through 20, and we don't have time to read all that, it is predicting the defeat of Satan and the Antichrist. And that's going to take place when the literal city of Babylon is destroyed, either at the second coming 
or right before the second coming or right after the second mm-hmm. coming. I remember John talking about when his, Jesus' feet hit the Mount of Olives, there's an earthquake. We believe where that that's where the tribulation temple goes, goes bye-bye. Yeah. But, and it could very well be the same earthquake that destroys the actual city of Babylon that, yeah. that we're talking about. But Isaiah 14, 25, that thou will break the Assyrian. I will break the Assyrian in my land. That's one of the names of the Antichrist, the Assyrian. Yes. And upon my mountains, tread him underfoot. And then shall his yoke depart from off them and his burden depart from off their shoulders. The Assyrian that it's talking about, that's one of the many names the Bible has for the Antichrist. In chapter 13 of the book of Isaiah, Verses 19 and 20, the Babylon, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldees excellency shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It's going to be crushed. It shall never be inhabited. Neither it shall be dwelt in from generation to generation. Neither shall the Arabian pinch tit pitch tent there. Neither shall the shepherds make their fold there. I'll just say this. None of this has ever happened. To Babylon, when the Medio Persians took Babylon, okay, it was still a physical city 800 years after that. First Peter 5.13, during the writing of that book, there's a still a church in Babylon when First Peter was written. Okay. Revelation 18.10, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, the great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour thy judgment is come. This is talking about a great earthquake that will destroy the city, which will probably take place at the same time as the second coming of the Lord, possibly just before, I think it's when he touches down on Mount of Olives, is when that this earthquake hits, destroys Babylon. This means the prophecies of Isaiah and of John and Revelation are the same thing, talking about the destruction of the literal city, I believe it to be, here in chapter 18 of Babylon. But remember, it could be the Vatican. It could be the Vatican. And if we look at verse 2, it says it has become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and cage of of every unclean and hateful bird. I believe the 10 nation confederacy, what some call the revised Roman empire Mm -hmm. under the antichrist will put Islam out of business in that region. And it will be replaced by the worship of the antichrist. So you could say they're trading one set of demons for a whole nother set. And this hateful bird is vultures, right? That's the unclean bird that inhabits when, when things die. And the vulture is also a symbol of demon spirits. Mm. So we have spent numerous weeks on the harlot of revelation and it's a big part of the tribulation. I believe in revelation chapter 18, it switches to the destruction of the physical city of Babylon. And next week, I'm not sure which direction we're going scripturally, but we will go somewhere. I promise. And um, I just want to thank John and Linnea. Thank D Schrader. Um, and just thank the, the Final Hour podcast team. And um, I want to thank our viewers, listeners, and subscribers. Please continue to subscribe. If you listen to us on a regular basis or view us on a regular basis, please subscribe. It really helps us yeah. in numerous ways. 
Again, apologize for the technical difficulty. It's good to be back. God bless you guys. Uh, Make sure you take your authority out of your heavenly ministry today. Every day, take it over your children. Take it over your country. Mm -hmm. Take it over. Use it for your church. Use it for your pastor. Use it. Use the authority that Jesus has given you, paid a heavy price for on the cross, which consists of, 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 using the name of Jesus, using the blood of Jesus. Remember, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And that's not talking about, I had somebody try to tell me when the Jews put those scriptures on their heads, right? Right. No, it's talking about using your authority against demons. And yes, the Nephilim. God bless you guys.